Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, uh, Friday being Friday, we had a lot of our regular guests. Martin Kellner gave us a week of sport on TV. If you wanted to avoid the sport, and if you're ever going to do it, possibly this weekend. (laughs) It's a good weekend. With uh, no uh, Premier League football. um, Then Mike Ward. Yeah, Mike Ward. He marked your card for the non-sporting telly. Um, and uh, what else did we do? Well, I think uh, we had a chat, didn't we, really? I exactly. That yeah. pretty much sums it all up. So uh, it's just a flavour of the show today. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, everybody. <clears throat> yeah, I was watching this morning, getting increasingly annoyed. How does Wokes not get in this team with the bowling that we had today? Really, mm. honestly. I thought Scotland would have given them a better game, but still, <laughs> we're still in it. The Reese Topley bowl well, though. So he uh, did, didn't he? Yeah. That, that news that we can't travel to the to Australia for the Ashes that might be doing us a favour. Really. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, and to last night, which mm. uh, you know was pretty much a routine, predictable five nil victory, wasn't it? I mean, you could have you could have inked that in. It could have been ten. Oh, it could 31. have been easily ten. Yeah, oh, easily. Uh, but despite featuring in San Marino's midfield, Christian Brolly still isn't the worst Brolly ever to appear at Wembley. Hey. That's Still Steve McLaren. <laughs> Thank you very much. Very true. That is very true. Yes. <laughs> Good lord. The one uh, no, of their keeper was a sensation, though, wasn't he? Playing oh, third yeah. third string in Italy. I've seen worse <laughs> in the Premier League. I've seen worse at White Hart Lane. <laughs> I've seen worse in Chelsea. Yeah. And. Uh, Sam has made a good point actually about you know you cut together a highlight reel from that game and people yeah. would think oh Plum, this I mean, bloke's really good keeper properly good saves when there was three really excellent saves mm. I mean at full stretch he did incredibly well so he could, yeah, he could be on the move who knows and I haven't really seen much of Jude Bellingham. He, he looks quite a good player, doesn't he, yeah. really? But I would have said a Rolls-Royce for a player, but more a baby Bentley. So young, yeah. isn't he? But he's got something about it. That's him, true. So. He's got that look of a bloke who seems to have more time on the ball than anybody else. But he, I mean, again, he mm. should have scored, but he wasn't the only one, Raheem Sterling had a couple of good chances, and Calvert-Lewin had a couple of good chances. And uh, it's true, as a number of people have said, Harry Kane would have just loved to have come on and just filled his boots getting closer to the, uh, the mm. goal-scoring record, you would have thought. 
We'll talk about Ollie Watkins later with Steve Perriman, but and that was a, you know that was an impressive finish from him. Yeah. And uh, but San Marino, honestly, they should, and Andorra, honestly, between the two of them, what are they doing in this? They should be in Paul Watson's alternative World Cup. They play in North <laughs> London. That's where they should be. You know, would they? How would they? San Marino do in the National League? Ask John. Would they beat Torquay? Would they beat Torquay at the moment? Apparently, yeah, probably at the moment <laughs> they probably would. The <laughs> thing is, it's a, it's. A, I know what you mean. I know you're not the only one. I saw Gary Lineker and a lot of other people, Stan Collymore, lots and lots of people have said mm. before this idea that there should be a kind of pre-qualifying. And they always say, well, you know, if they were getting a share of the TV revenue, share of the gate receipts, more money into their FAs to allow them to, you know, cast the net a bit wider, that's hard in a place that's got the same, you know... <laughs> it's got the same... It's, we've got more people in Chiswick. Than I know. <laughs> that's the trouble, isn't it? So it's a hard... <laughs> yeah. You know, they can't cast the net much wider unless they can go and get a couple of sort of a couple of English players to go and play for San Marino by you know they can go and live there for three years for nothing but that's always the argument that it, it gives them an opportunity to play against the big boys and develops their football but playing the way they did last night on the back foot constant not seeing any of the ball like Rourke's drift does that does that improve their football I'm not sure it does no. They haven't won for 40 games or something since they last won, and that was a friendly. I mean, yeah, you know, I don't know what it does. I don't know what it does for football. I can't really see. But yeah. The fact there's no VAR in the World Cup qualifiers is, I know why, I can understand. It's a bit like the FA Cup because, you yeah. know, you play. Not everybody can have it, can they? Yeah. Not everybody. But, you know, a bad decision could cost a team a chance to make a World Cup, which is really expensive, yeah. you know, so. But in the FA yeah. Cup, they do, don't they? If, if, you, if you've got the facilities to have it, you have it. Mm. They don't mind skewing that competition, which is a mistake. I don't agree with that. You either have it in every game or not. Something else, the, F, the FIFA and, the, and everybody was listening to you on, you've been banging on about this for years. And Arsene Wenger must have been listening to the show because he's put this idea out there of, of uh, kind of all the friendlies being played in clumps in the summer so you don't interrupt the season. And he's got Infantino interested. It's a, it has been an old, an, an yeah. old carrot, as Billy Bonds would say, of yours yeah. over the years, isn't it? Um, so they'd play just the international games uh, in one block and then you wouldn't keep interrupting the flow of the league no. season. They and it's much better key. for the international managers because then they have the, the players. It's like a tournament. They get them properly. They can train with them. They can do, uh, pre, you know, pre, uh, not pre-season friendlies, but pre-tournament friendlies. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, it'd be worth it. Um, <laughs> so I read a very brilliant report this week about people taking up fitness in lockdown. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a lot of people seem to have, have done that. But uh, uh, walking has become one of the few pastimes still allowed during lockdown. But 63% people of people said they were waiting until lockdown ended to take up more exercise. (laughs) What? (laughs) You're not going to. If you haven't done it in the last year, you're never going to do it. Stop lying. That's the gym membership when you only go once job, isn't it, really? It's just, you know, definitely as soon as we're through this, and then I'll wait till we go into lockdown again, and then that's when I'll really... When I'm really, you're, you're kidding yourselves, really, aren't you? I think when you say stuff like I think, that, I think a lot of the 63% were outside that fish and chip shop in Leeds queuing for that yeah. thousand calorie deep fried butty the sun had on yesterday. Yeah, it's a, de- it's a fearsome good. looking thing, isn't it? Why well, you wouldn't want that before you went on air? You'd be asleep, wouldn't you? Really? <laughs> so can really. England do it? Um, uh, it's a tough old total they are chasing, isn't it? Mm. After uh, India posted, was it three three seven? So mm. yeah, it's. I mean. England can do it. They're, of all teams, they are capable of doing it, aren't they? 
They are. But, I mean, India, look, India are terrific. And I think the longer a tour goes on and the more you get beaten, the harder it is. You know, you lose a bit, bit of heart. But they've, they've started OK. And, but they just started OK in the other game and then sort of disintegrated. I'm interested to see how Milan goes, though, because he is a good player. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what Well, happens. they're currently 62 without loss, chasing 3-3-7. Um, Roy's on 40 off 41 balls. Johnny Bairstow, 20 off 28. So a good start, but as you said, they made a good start in the first one and then after 150, it all kind of slightly fell apart, didn't it? Yeah, and the other thing from them last night, which was from yesterday afternoon, was the under-21s. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, this is not a personal comment because I don't know Andy, Andy Boothroyd, Boothroyd, and I can't even say his name. <laughs> <laughs> but I you know, but you don't I, know Andy Boothroyd. I, I, I never understood why he got this job. I never understood what in his career had led the FA to think that this would be a good bloke to deal with this is sort of elite players. Although they're young, they're still elite players. Mm. And to be the greatest respect to him, I don't think he's ever had that quality of player in anywhere that he's ever managed. And they haven't been great under him, have they? Mm. You know, it, it was a funny choice. I, I don't know what they saw. Maybe they saw something in training or in one of these courses or something, but it seems like a bad idea and it's not really working out. So well, he's I, got, I mean, do. really, you would think if, if they don't qualify through the group stage, you've got two more games. I think we'll know by this time next week whether he, whether he stays in you the know, role. Because I reckon somebody like Frank survive. Lampard would be a lot better as under twenty one manager than him. He's, mm. he's great with youngsters. He's got the experience. He's been an international. And there must be people around that that are more suited. I'd say. Sorry, Andy, I don't want to. Yeah. Get <laughs> I bet he's been a million dollars. He thought. <laughs> do you know? He thought I'll switch off after we lost yesterday. I'll stick Talksport on. Just lie on the bed. Just forget everything. There's Andy Jacobs calling for now. his head. <laughs> He may do? call us up with his CV. I don't know. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Yes, it is time for a week of sport on TV in the company of Martin Kellner. Good afternoon, Martin. Good afternoon, boys. You all right? Yes, we're pretty good. Yes. Thank you. You're going to kick off with good, good. the live uh, match last night on ITV, I understand. Yes, uh, England versus San Marino. Now, if you're if you're an England player and you're trying to make an impression... Uh, you have to treat it like a proper football match. So, you know, if you're Ollie Watkins or Jude Bellingham and you want to you know, impress the manager with the fact that you should be in the squad for the Euros, you know, we all accept that the match might be pretty meaningless because we are expected to win. But if you're the commentator, you also have to treat it like a proper football match. And I have to say, I was very impressed with uh, Sam last night mm. when um, San Marino brought on two uh, subs and he said, yeah, there'll be a slight shift in formation for San Marino now. Well, considering they, they virtually did a lap of honour when they won a corner after 36, 36 minutes, I thought, how is a... But the fact is, he'd done the work. Yes. He'd worked, at least we assume. Nobody knows, but we assume that that was what was going to happen and that he, he had done the work. So, well done, Sam, on that. Yeah. Um, although we have to give him a, a, a minus point on the fact that uh, Lorenzo Lunadai uh, came on for San Marino... Uh, used car salesman, mm. and I thought, well, he's got to have. There's got to be a gag there. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> he's a used car salesman. I noticed they didn't have any ice. They often have an ice cream man in the team um, at San Marino. Mm. But um, yeah, well done. He did do. He did do the research and uh, treat it like a proper match. I want- because if you. If you don't, you can get caught out. We all remember the uh, the uh, Stuart Pearce mistake mm. uh, when um, uh, I forgot who was doing the commentary. Who was the guy who was doing the commentary? Who was that? Was that an radio? ITV? Com- that been, was that Clive? Uh, I'm not sure who did that. Was that no, an it was ITV? On ca- it was on Capital Radio. Oh, okay. And, uh, oh. 
Basically, he was still reading out the name of the uh, lager company that was sponsoring oh, okay. when they scored after 15 <laughs> oh, right. seconds. Jonathan yeah. Pierce. Jonathan Pierce, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Harsh. Um, Famous. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> well, you, you've got to prepare. But the idea that they use car sales and mayhem, I mean, you've got a lot of rich boys there. I mean, so you're marking Raheem Sterling or whatever from a corner, and you've got to be saying, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a love, it's fully loaded. <laughs> It's got everything yeah. on it. It's, a, it's only it's done, it's done eight thousand miles. I mean, you'd do a bit of yeah. business from corners, wouldn't you? Really, you'd have hoped so. Yeah. You'd have hoped so. <laughs> now, on uh, the most powerful documentary oh, of the week, God. without doubt, um, was football's darkest secret, Martin, on BBC. Yeah, it was absolutely brilliantly made, I thought. Um, but the shocking thing about it was that one of the strongest voices was the investigative reporter uh, Deborah Davis, who more or less made the same programme for uh, Channel 4 dispatches in 1997. Wow. And when you think, you know, it's it's now obviously it's on the BBC because uh, the report came out uh, uh, into uh, abuse of, um, of young footballers. Mm. But uh, when you think 1997, a lot of the same footballers were telling the same stories. And you just think, just, that was 24 years ago. Yeah. You know, tw- it, when it doesn't sound that when you say 1997, but 24 years ago, the FA were aware of what was going on, or at least had enough evidence to, um, you know, to take some sort of action. And when you consider absolutely nothing was done. And that was my only point about that documentary. I mean, it was a, a very powerful documentary. Uh, and uh, you know they they played this uh, this sort of piano music you get on those sort of solemn documentaries, but they needn't. I was very hard to watch with a dry eye when you yeah. consider what these uh, kids, you know. Um, what they went through when they were sort of 12, 13 years old and couldn't tell anybody. Uh, I thought it was a brilliant series and it's on iPlayer uh, and, uh, you know, you should watch it. No, really I think, I think that's definitely required viewing. Um, so, um, Sky Documentaries, we're going to talk a bit of... Uh, we talked about F1 earlier on, it returns this weekend and uh, you watched a, a, a motor racing documentary. Oh, fantastic. I'll tell you why I enjoyed this particularly. When I was a kid growing up in the 60s, hmm. um, I used to have dinky cars, as I'm sure a lot of us d- oh, did, yeah. you know. And the you, uh, when you see the cars, when you see the footage from back in the you know, the mid-50s through to the uh, through to the early 60s, um, I mean, A, one point is that you could see how incredibly dangerous they were. And there, were lo- there was lots of footage of, uh, uh, of these accidents, which, you, you know, in those days were all invariably fatal yeah um, but you saw the cars the ferrari the alfa romeo the green cooper and it brought it all back because i thought oh, i used to there was a maserati was a nice one as well but um you know you could see them almost as, as dinky cars although when you you know when you saw the stories of how dangerous it was i mean it starts off there's a little bit of a prologue at the start of the documentary where they say drivers usually get killed on a sunday uh, and uh, i think it was sterling moss or somebody like that who was talking about it saying you know by and obviously you mourn them on the monday mm. by the tuesday you're looking ahead to the next weekend's action and wow. uh, i mean we know how dangerous that uh, that sport was this um enzo ferrari who uh, the biography was written by uh, richard williams and he was a, mm. was a great journalist he was on the program as well 
But um, Enzo Ferrari said, uh, you know, win or die, you'll be immortal. That was a, there was a direct quote from Enzo Ferrari, oh. uh, which reminded me of a quote from uh, Woody Allen, who was once asked, um, would you like to become immortal through your work? And he said, no, I'd like to become immortal through not dying. One way of looking at it, but certainly if you're a Formula One driver, in the, and if you, yeah. you, you can't help but be sort of drawn in by the romance of the whole thing. And they had lots of uh, stuff in Mike Hawthorne, who was... Uh, you know, a very, very British um, uh, driver. He used to wear a cravat uh, or a tie when he was racing. Oh, like always, a yeah. Tie. I mean, <laughs> that's really odd. Yeah. Mike Hawthorne and Peter Collins was another one, you know, who was one of those great British drivers of that era. And you can almost imagine these guys, and, and Sterling Moss, obviously, another one famously, but you can almost Im- imagine these guys sort of s- smoking a pipe while they're, while they're driving around, you know, you just <laughs> sort of getting the, uh, get the tobacco in the bowl and pushing it down. and <laughs> Driving with one hand. Oh. Driving absolutely. I mean, it's if you if you get at all romantic about. I know your Ferrari is obviously still an important name uh, in Formula One, but if you're romantic about uh, that sport, that, I mean, the era to be uh, to be watching it and there's some brilliant footage is uh, is that era. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. What about the non-sporting telly this weekend? Uh, let's check in as always with Brighton supporting. You've got a week off of worrying this weekend, though he's less worried than usual, of course. Yeah, they're doing all right. They yeah. are. They'll be fine. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I, I just switched. I went, I went down. I'm, I'm in my bedroom, as you know, where I broadcast. So I went down the stairs to my wife and said, you put the cricket on now, we're fine. And yeah. just, literally just at that moment, she said, you, you, you know what happens when you do that. But anyway, uh, it is fine. But yeah. yeah, we'll be okay now. So, um, having spent such a lot of time with Hitler, Channel 5 yeah. inevitably would turn to Churchill. But they have a new series and uh, people are saying good things about this. Yeah. Yeah, this is good. This is six-part series. That, um, <clears throat> Churchill, nine o'clock tonight. Uh, Channel Five, um, 
and it's basically telling the story of his his life from the beginning, uh, mm. as it were. So we get this pr- first program uh, focusing on his his strange upbringing, obviously from very privileged background, but his his mum very distant, his dad quite unpleasant by by all accounts, and this constant. <laughs> thing that was instilled in him at an early age to sort of prove himself to his father and you know, all the significance of that as he, as he got older. Uh, so step by step, it's got lots of talking heads, but you don't see the talking heads. So unlike lots of those programmes where it sort of switches to somebody sat in an armchair waffling away, it's lots of sort of library footage and stock footage, some of which is, seems quite you know, vague, as it were, but it, it just comes across as quite accessible and balanced as well. So it's not sort of... Um, tub thumping either way and no he's a divisive character but it acknowledges mm. that and it recognizes why he's divisive but it doesn't sort of take sides or whatever so it's a good balanced example and channel five do history really well they they have got a consistently good um track record for this uh you know in between the shows about yorkshire farms and people having their tellers taken away there's lots of good history programs that are worth tuning in for <laughs> okay we'll um yeah we'll watch that then 9 p.m channel five i'll sound a bit more enthusiastic well, <laughs> no 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 we've already got this Andy's, down on the planet he's recording he's got the cigars no, and the no, brandy no, no. out he's ready to go this <laughs> evening yeah um, um, Hausen. Hausen. Yes. Hausen is on tonight. Um, Sky Atlantic, yes. if you like German language horror mystery. Exactly. I've, I have not seen this. I, I was a bit sort of slow on the uptake, <laughs> requesting a review copy, and they haven't sent me one yet. So, But I just thought I'd pick it out. It's a uh, uh, double bill to start off with Sky Atlantic, nine o'clock. Um, it's basically set in a rundown housing complex uh, where a, a, a widower and his um, his uh, 16-year-old son move to start off a new life. He becomes the caretaker in this complex. But it turns out that this, this building uh, has, a, has a vicious life of its own and feeds on the suffering of its inhabitants. Mm. So basically, sort of creaky, creepy things start going on. Uh, much like in my house. Have you noticed it, it, when something goes wrong in your house, everything else follows within about a week? Oh, yeah. Know, the boiler's gone, the roof needs repairing. <coughs> lovely lovely mm. job on the roof, but I'd rather, you know, yeah. I can think of better yeah. ways which to spend is, money. Which is one thing, but I don't think I want to watch a series about it. So <laughs> uh, you say that. <laughs> so, um, let's go on to tomorrow. Keeping yes. Faith, uh, the third and final series of the Welsh drama, 9pm BBC One. Yeah, Eve Miles plays this um, this uh, solicitor. In the first, first series, her husband did a sort of, um, you know, Know, bizarre disappearing act. As we pick up the story in the third and final series, uh, they're on the brink of divorce. So it's, it's very much about her character. She's set up her own legal practice. One thing uh, impressive that they they mm. they make two versions of this. They mm. film it in English and they film it in Welsh. And from oh, what wow. I can remember, she didn't speak Welsh when that she began this, and so she was learning the dialogue of wow. a language she wasn't familiar. That's quite an achievement, isn't it? it? Certainly I mean, is. That's, that's extremely yeah. quite expensive as well, isn't it? Quite expensive. Why don't you use subtitles. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think they do. I think mm. there is a version mm. where you can watch it. In, you can watch the subtitle version either way round as well. So you've got every permutation going. Fantastic. Senior Emery, Sean Phillips, good cast, 9pm yeah. BBC yeah. One. Um, we've got a celebrity special of Beat the Chasers. Uh, we've talked about this before, the format in some ways is it's almost better than the chase to be honest because yes. you know the end game in, in the chase is often can be a bit of a dead rubber where if a team gets sort of 10 yeah but um this goes right through this goes to the wire as uh yeah as they used to say it's a clever idea i think they did uh, this is a one-off special but i think they, they did a whole you know they've done a whole sort of stripped across the week version of this before haven't they so it, 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 mm. yeah just i, I mean I, I like both to be perfectly honest I, you know i can switch between the two but yeah this has got uh, the like barry from eastenders is in it 
he's always on a quiz, isn't he? Oh, you know, yeah. If in doubt. He's always good, though. He is always good. He's very, very clever. I interviewed him once, and I set him a little quiz, because I'm funny like that. And um, <laughs> he was brilliant. Off the top of his head, he just knows stuff. It's amazing. And Joe Pasquale's in it, I see. And Joe Pasquale. Of course, yeah. he has to be. Quiz genius. 9pm um, BBC One Sunday, of course, means line of duty. What did you make of episode one? I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I know a few people sort of saying, oh, it's, you know, is it... I think we've got to that point now where one of one or two people just feel the need to say, oh, it's losing its way yeah, or yeah. it's or it's sort of, you know, it's hit the skids or it's treading water. And I can see <laughs> that there is an argument for saying it's not so far done anything sort of radically mm. different. And it didn't have quite the shock factor. It normally has a huge, huge shock in the first episode, which I didn't think it quite lived up to in that respect. And it, But I quite like the fact... Uh, if I'm talking, are, are you watching it by the way, or am I? Am I no, yeah. I'm watching it. You yeah, are, could yeah. you? No, I'm going to. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. The, the whole business about this, you know, this, this mysterious H character. We mm. still, uh, and the fact that it wasn't mentioned in the first episode at all. I'm quite glad about that because they did bang on about it quite a lot in the previous series. It was, you know, and whether it was Ted Hastings or not, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I think they're getting this new character. Um, uh, to, to Kelly McDonald's character to sort of bed in and we'll start to sort of have our doubts about her, obviously. We already do. Of course. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we look forward to that. And then 9pm uh, 9 BBC One, part yes. two, Line of Duty. Midsummer Murders won't be as good this week because Adrian Durham's not in it. Um, but it's about fishing. It's about it is fishing. about fishing, yes. Yeah. I, I mean, it's Nigel, I, isn't it? I'd like to think so. I think they come up with ideas for Midsummer Murders. I think it's a bit like David Bowie used to write his song lyrics in his Aladdin Sane era. He yeah. used to just write things down a bit of paper and sort of cut them all up and throw them in the air and see what landed. Because <laughs> this way, it's it's a it's a giant fishing cot. There's twenty thousand pounds on offer to somebody who can catch this giant monster fish wow, that apparently nice. is lurking in the lake. Uh, but the the chat the competition is is interrupted by a fun run, a mud, a mud fun run, uh, in which uh, hooks and barbs are found hidden in the race obstacles, and then some. Someone gets electrocuted. <laughs> Bonkers. 8 p.m. ITV. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. Cheers, guys. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We'll do it all again on Monday, where we'll be pouring over another England international and, indeed, uh, the other home nations. So uh, I'll be concentrating on Macedonia versus Liechtenstein. Yeah, that's right. Maybe you've got to adopt them as your team from there on. <laughs> Definitely. Give it a go. Okay. Good. So, uh, yeah, we'll catch up with you on Monday. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.